Thanks for joining us for The Whole Spectrum. I'm Katherine Parks, and I'm here with my husband, Eric, to talk about what it means, in the words of Francis Schaeffer, for the Lordship of Christ to permeate the whole spectrum of life. And for us, our view of art in particular. We love to discuss the films we see from a Christian perspective, so we invite you to join us as we cover the whole spectrum of the movie world, from classics to independent films to blockbusters. Well, Eric, it has been a little while since we've done one of these, and uh, we have been busy seeing things, but just haven't had a lot of time to sit down and chat about them. So tonight we wanted to do um, kind of a brief overview of some of the things that we've seen recently and hit on uh, some kind of main points or things that we're drawing out of those films and then uh, our recommendations. Yes, we've seen several from our list, because it wasn't our last podcast about the things we were excited to see this fall and winter. I believe you're right. So we've seen several off that list, and the first one we saw recently was Arrival, that uh, stars Amy Adams and Jeremy Renner. Um, do you want to give a brief synopsis of what it's about? <laughs> um, yes. So we actually saw this with your sister and her husband. Yes. And um, her husband, Pete, said if he had known that it was about aliens, he never would have gone to see it. Yeah. Uh, but he's so glad he did. Yeah. So don't let the fact that it, I'm going to use the word alien deter you from seeing the movie. But uh, basically, Amy Adams is a um, really skilled linguist, and she is called upon to come and try to bridge the language gap between some um, extraterrestrials who have dropped down in these pods in 12 different places around Earth. Yes. And so her job is to communicate with one group of these beings um, when somehow. You, when you describe it, it sounds really nerdy. <laughs> it does. <laughs> but it's actually really well done and it's not your typical sci-fi in that there are no you know sci-fi laser blasters and not a lot of big explosions although there is at least one explosion yeah well but, in some ways the story that they're telling really could have been told using any kind of vehicle and yeah I mean there's a reason that it's yes. aliens which we won't spoil but the aliens aren't really the story and I'll in also a lot of ways. say that it's a slower movie. So yeah. again, not your typical, it's not in the Star Wars vein. Uh, but I think that definitely is one of its strengths and it makes it very, very interesting, very dramatic. Um, sheesh, anything else you want to say about it? I mean, we can't give away too much. No, I don't think it's giving away too much just to say that um, I was surprisingly very emotional about it. Mm -hmm. And. I've always had a heart for aliens. <laughs> So I think that's always been sweet of you. Um, it, it touched a nerve, not not like a bad nerve, but it just really, some of the, the message and the meaning of the film really hit me hard. Um, and I, I don't think it's too much to say that as a mother, especially, um, there's something really poignant about it. And so... Well, it, it takes this grandiose story, uh, kind of the macro level of how if aliens came to the earth 
how that would touch everyone. So that's the big giant macro picture. Mm -hmm. But it takes this one woman's story um, of she and her daughter, and that's kind of the micro um, cosm, I guess, uh, of, a, of a smaller story. And in that, you see more humanity, and that's what makes it more interesting and emotional to me. Yeah. So, but they work, they play well together, and, and it makes sense. Yeah. So I think we would both highly recommend that. There's not a lot of content to be aware of, and um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, out of four stars, how many stars do you give it? I was thinking about this, and I am always reluctant to give four stars to things, but I think that one is as close to four stars as any oh, that I've seen so far this year. Okay, four stars from you. I'll give it three and a half. I thought it was very good, very enjoyable. But you don't love aliens as much as I do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I really enjoyed it. Okay, next on the list of things we've seen recently is... Hun <clears throat> How did I say ha ha ha? Hunt for the Wilder People. This is a New Zealand movie. It's a comedy. It stars Sam Neill and then some hilarious kid, New Zealander kid, and he's kind of a punk. He's been in and out of foster homes, and he is assigned, almost like adopted, maybe? Well, he's couple. given a foster placement with this couple. Yeah. Yes, and through all this craziness, he, uh, Sam Neill and the boy end up out in the woods and have to survive for a long period of time because they're on the run from the police and from this foster agency and I, it's hilarious it was really well done mm -hmm. um, funny but also heartwarming yeah really sweet full of quirkiness so yeah that's I definitely recommend hunt for the wilder people yeah and that's a rental or streamable yeah, now, yeah. so I mean there's some a little bit of language uh, in that one but okay. not a lot otherwise so. yeah it's good uh, definitely three stars maybe three and a half for me Wow Going it's big. Somewhere 3.25. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's the those are the two movies, Arrival and Hunt for the Wilder People, we've seen together recently that we would recommend. Um, after that, I saw Hacksaw Ridge back in September, um, and I was asked to write a little piece for the ERLC on this. And a lot of people probably know the story. Uh, World War II American Army medic Desmond Doss who served during the Battle of Okinawa, refuses to kill people and becomes the first man in American history to receive the Medal of Honor without firing a shot. Directed by Mel Gibson, starring uh, Andrew Garfield, Sam Worthington, Luke Bracey. Uh, yeah, so yeah, I'm sure you can't contribute a whole lot. Uh, I enjoyed the first half of it tremendously. It was really interesting to see where Desmond, the main character, gets his um, convictions of why he won't carry a weapon. Um, and a lot of it is just based on his upbringing, his faith. He was a Seventh-day Adventist, um, but he had very, very strong convictions, and people were not, uh, guys in his own company were not happy about this. They thought he was cowardly, um, that he wouldn't have their back once they, once they got into battle. And that's just not, not the case. He was incredibly brave. He ended up saving many of their lives. And, um, yeah, they, like I said, the first half I found to be really interesting. Second half I thought was a little over the top with some of the the war violence. It's like it just kept going on. Uh, I liked Mel Gibson's Braveheart for sure, um, but this he somehow found even more ways to kill a man <laughs> in combat, and so it just kind of kept going on and on and felt exploitative at some point to me. Um, so it lost me a little bit in the second half, but overall, pretty good movie. Uh, I don't know, maybe three stars, but maybe only two and a half. Um, anyway, that's about all I can say about it. 
Yeah, well, one of the things that I thought was interesting is that one was really um, maybe targeted towards faith groups, religious groups. Yes. Uh, did you feel like that was fitting, given what you saw in the yeah, film? Yeah, it actually, for people who really love faith-based movies, um, although I wouldn't quite um, quantify this as such, it, I mean, it started out with him quoting scripture. I can't even remember what it was. Could have been from Isaiah. Oh, uh, yeah, Isaiah, mounting up uh, on wings as eagles, mm. walk and not be weary, run, not faint. Um, yeah, it was... They were pretty explicit with his faith, which I really appreciated because I think that's an honest approach. Um, so I would give that two and a half, three stars. Okay. Uh, next on our list is Disney's Moana. I have not seen it, but you have. Could you give a brief synopsis? Yeah, so the kids and I saw that last week, and um, our daughter, who's nine, loved it. Our son, who's six, was pretty scared and didn't love it. Uh, and I think I was somewhere in the middle. I mean, I wasn't scared, actually, but... <laughs> it's okay if you were. I didn't love it. It didn't have enough aliens, but otherwise it was okay. Um, no, the music by Lin-Manuel Miranda was really great, I think. Of and Hamilton fame. Of Hamilton fame. Um, and you could definitely tell, you know, that it's it's got these Hamilton-esque elements to it. Uh, but the story is based on... Um, some mythology and really it's never identified what islands we're talking about but it's just a group of um kind of the pacific islands and yeah and, and imdb it says ancient polynesia yeah so there's a lot of um you know kind of like with hercules where you're talking about mythology uh it's similar just different myths and so um the story is basically just this I, we assume a teenage girl who goes on a journey to save her people and save the world um, with the help of a demigod Maui, uh, played by The Rock. The Rock. Uh, and so <clears throat> there are a lot of really fun, funny elements. Um, obviously, some things to talk through with our kids about. Uh, pantheism and reincarnation and some of that but um, I actually read a really good review and and then I kind of piggybacked on that and wrote something on my blog but just the idea of uh, all of these movies that we see for kids especially right now for young girls about you know doing big things and saving the world and maybe kind of the message that that sends um, but I think it's worth seeing and interacting with if your kids are at an age where you know, you can kind of talk through some of that stuff with them. So. Well, and the brief idea behind what you were saying is, I think so often, maybe in American culture specifically, because we're told to dream big, mm -hmm. do big things, it's my time, look at me now, blah, 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 watch me whip, watch me nay-nay. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you didn't. It's, it's all about us, and it's all about doing really big things, and so every kid wants to be a rock star, a sports hero, movie maker, whatever it is. Um, and that may or may not happen, and you may or may not do it. Uh, but it's, I think, your idea and your piece that you wrote was we can be faithful in little things, and even if no one ever sees us, um, we can quietly, humbly still serve the Lord, and it doesn't have to be anything massive yeah. that, that grabs everyone's attention. I mean, it doesn't make much of a Disney movie otherwise. But, no, that's true. But, I mean, I think we've kind of, in some ways, it's been good to move on past, you know, Sleeping Beauty and Snow White and these girls who are just waiting for their prince to come. Yes. 
Um, but the refreshing thing about some of them is that they did live kind of quiet, simple lives. Um, so somewhere there has to be a message for girls that isn't just, I mean, I loved about Moana that there is no love interest at all. That wasn't the story. And I think that was great. But there also has to be a message that your identity is not in doing all these amazing things. Yeah, so. Yeah. so out of four stars, what do you think? I think I'd give it three. That's three a solid stars. three. Okay, good. Uh, it's also a good segue, what you were saying, people who are quietly um, just going about their lives and become heroes inadvertently. And that takes us to the movie Loving that I saw, but Catherine, you've not seen yet, but I would really like for you to see it. Mm -hmm. I saw it alone in the theater like a loser <laughs> instead of with my wife. But if anyone wants to babysit so we can see movies together, that would be awesome. Please, our number is 615, just kidding. <laughs> uh, this is the true story about Richard and Mildred Loving an interracial couple who's, um, who got married in 1950s Virginia. Excuse me, they actually got married up in D.C., um, but went back home to Virginia soon after, and apparently that was not cool. They were arrested in their beds in the middle of the night um, just because they were an interracial couple, uh, and that was against the law there. So um, the, the story chronicles their journey to um, taking their case all the way to the Supreme Court ultimately to try to get it so hey they can they can go just live their lives actually they had been kicked out of the state that was part of their plea deals they pled guilty uh, but if they were ever going to move back to their state to where their family and friends and everything they knew they knew was um, they they had to win at the supreme court which is a, a huge deal anyway uh, i don't think it's a big time spoiler to say that hey they won <laughs> um, so they got to live happily ever after but it was not without years of hardship um, trials, it was tough on them, tough on their kids. Anyway, this is, uh, it's a slow movie, and that's one aspect of it I really liked. It's director Jeff Nichols, who has directed, what, uh, Shotgun Stories, Take Shelter, Mud, Midnight Special, which we also saw this mm -hmm. year and enjoyed. Um, and this one is just, the, the couple, they're so just kind of Southern, they're just quiet. Um, they are unassuming. They, they don't want the spotlight at all. So the fact that their quiet, humble little case made it all the way to the Supreme Court is really pretty amazing. And so again, it's these um, kind of unassuming heroes who just leave, uh, lead a humble life and just they just want to love each other and be together. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to seeing that one. And we had watched the documentary about the, the couple, um, so we kind of had some of that background, but uh, I really like the stuff that Jeff Nichols has done that I've seen. Yeah. And we haven't talked about Midnight Special on a podcast, but that's another yeah, that's one. It. Yeah, <laughs> it's another alien movie that made me cry. So yes. <laughs> actually, I cried a lot at that movie. So and Loving had me in tears a couple of times. Um, yeah, mm -hmm. so that's that comes highly recommended. It's, it's a solid three and a half stars for me, maybe four. Well, I'm hoping that Joel Edgerton and Ruth Naga uh, the the main actors in the film get some some notice this Oscar season, um, if not from the Oscars, hopefully from some of the other acting acting guilds. But I I really enjoyed it. And um, what was the quote that I liked so much that some other some lady for Christianity Today wrote? It was something about um, different people coming together is one of the the greatest and most beautiful legacies of the gospel. And so I, I love the idea that. Yes, they're so different, but they can come together, have a happy marriage. We're all made in the image of God, so we're all the same in, in that regard. And we're yeah, so well, and learning to 
um, respect and appreciate other people's culture or yeah. you know ways of doing things and kind of piggybacking on that we were just talking before we started the podcast about TV shows that we've been enjoying been enjoying recently and you mentioned that you've been watching Blackish which oh, yeah. you think is really funny I've only seen a couple episodes and I enjoyed them but um, yeah I've I've only started watching Blackish uh, in season 3 um, I had never watched seasons 1 or 2 but it's fantastic <laughs> it's giving me I think empathy and a whole other perspective for people um, that I'm just not around as much. And so that comes highly recommended for me um, for whatever that's worth. Yeah. And I've developed empathy for um, the British monarchy. Oh, boy, yeah. Through watching The Crown. So They had it so tough. So tough. <laughs> <laughs> no, I made a comment that I've watched a whole season and I still don't actually know what the Queen of England does. So if anybody wants to fill me in, that'd be great. But I've enjoyed that. Hit us up on Twitter. Hit us up on Facebook. Uh, we want to keep this podcast a little shorter because sometimes we ramble. Um, anyway, but if you guys have some movies that you have seen and recommend this fall, um, let us know. And we'll continue to let you know what we've seen, what's interesting, um, at least from our perspective. I'm still really interested in Silence, mm -hmm. the Scorsese movie, which is coming out in just a few weeks. Rogue One. The Star Wars movie is coming out soon. Anything else that you can think um, of? La La Land. La La I'm Land. I'm excited about. That one's getting a lot of Oscar buzz. And bars. what's the Denzel? Fences. Fences. Comes Denzel out on Christmas and Day. And what was the last one I was thinking? Lion? Manchester by the Sea. Oh, yeah. Manchester by the Sea. Uh, so still several we'd like to see before year's end. Um, but we also got to do Christmas stuff, too. So I guess Yeah, let us know what you've been seeing, and uh, we'll chat about it. Thanks.